1: God is what we need, and all we How do you
0: know do is dirty. we with the space balls. Watch out, did I give it away? So, we're the masters of space. Hey, don't mess around
1: with the space balls. So, this is the theme song to Spaceballs, the movie by Mel Brooks. Which I showed my son and daughter and my kid, my wife last night.
2: I've seen Spaceballs.
1: Okay, okay, you've, you've seen Spaceballs. But let me tell you something: for an eight-year-old boy, he was highly entertained with that movie. That's highly entertained. It was a great time and a great. I just that was a great, just great movie to see it. So, listen, Alice, you finally saw War Games yesterday. I did.
2: I had not seen it. T H O T S. Um, I liked. Little nerdy Matthew Broderick.
1: No, you liked more than that. It was it wasn't just that. It was a <laughs> brilliant, brilliant.
2: That girl is Hermione.
1: Oh, how dare you! She's calling Ali Sheedy Hermione from Hermione Green. Harry Potter. That's right. But Ali Sheedy was a, a superstar before Hermione. She's important. It's important. You know this. Out this. This is important fundamentals of the nineteen eighties. Ali Sheedy was in The Breakfast Club. She was then she went away. But, but, but so it's highly important. And like I said, I, he, she is totally a sultry person in this, isn't she? Mm-hmm. Everything is flirty and catty and sexual. I looked her up, Alice, so I'm not in trouble. She wasn't 13 at the time. She was 21.
2: Oh, that's good, because I looked up Matthew Broderick before I tweeted And he was probably in his, to his mid-20s, too, yeah. right? Yeah, they were both in their 20s. Yeah, yeah, he
1: was one of these guys who back then, him and Michael J. Fox, who just... Michael J. Fox was like 46 <laughs> like in, in 1980. He was like... But anyway, so we saw but those. that's like
2: my '80s movie crush type. I feel like because I also really liked um, the one. What's the blonde one that was in Sixteen Candles? Oh, yeah, um, um, Anthony Michael, Michael Anthony Hall. Michael Hall yeah. Yes, I loved him in Sixteen Candles. And she, you I know, they were he both was part so of. Cute.
1: They were both part of the Brat Pack. Ellie Sheedy and Anthony Michael Hall were part of the Brat Pack, which is Ellie Sheedy, Anthony Michael Hall, um, um, uh. Judd Nelson, um, Molly Ringwald. Okay. Um uh, who's the guy who was in Avengers? Robert Downey Jr. Oh, okay. Do you remember any of his work in the 80s? I don't
2: remember him pre Iron Man really. And, he's a, and, he's a different... and what's the movie where they're in the in vi- filming the Vietnam movie?
1: Or Tropic Thunder. Yeah. <clears throat>
2: that uh, that was like I was like, Oh, Robert Downey Jr. Oh.
1: He, is a, he was a different cat in the 80s. He played really a beta male in almost everything. And hmm. It was just a different cat. He was still a great actor. But anyway, they were part of the Brat Pack. The self-destructive... Rob Lowe was part of that pack. Self-destructive group of... 20somethings or whatever in the ear in the 80s who were on drugs and having a really good time while I festered away wearing my dark um you're uh, t-shirt probably better off
2: it doesn't seem like it worked no. out that great
1: it's, what do you mean they're all great
2: they're all great but I mean like it doesn't seem oh, demi, like that uh, lifestyle I think agreed uh, demi with them. um demi um more
1: yeah Demi Moore was one of them too um so so but anyway, anyway the the um the Ellie, is she, important. That's why she's important. But I, I just like was so b- blown away by how sexual she was in this movie. She just was every second was cute, and she's great at it. It was, it was wonderful. Uh, I just obviously when I first saw it I was ten, I didn't know anything, but now I see it. I'm like, that's supposed to be. That's part of this movie on purpose. But I don't want to bother you guys. But I do want to say, Alice, mm-hmm. 2022 is the year I L-E-R-N. Really? Yes. Learn what? I'm gonna learn lots of stuff in 2022. Like what? And, well, let me tell you something, uh, little Alice. That song you just heard, the Spaceballs mm-hmm. theme song. Believe it or not, Alice, sung by the Spinners. The Spinners. The Spinners are a real group, like Motowny, like soul R and B group, like the Four Tops. I mean, this they were legit, real, especially in the 70s they you the guys who sing this Spaceball song, which ain't a great song. Oh sorry, I guess I'm I guess I'm
2: <laughs> this <far>. so space <laughs> Sorry, song Matthew is Sweet. Didn't mean Alice. to wrongly accuse you.
1: But listen to this. Well that they, they I, the the intro is mixed with the spaceball song. But listen, to this. the spinners are legit. They were around since the sixties, late fifties, sixties, and seventies, and they were hit makers in the seventies, Alice.
0: Each night I pray will never come the spinners.
1: Day. People
0: sing this baseball song. You know the song yet?
1: Let me tell you something. I'm about probably the lower level of, of person who would who would have known this song from when it was coming out. Mm-hmm. But it was um, um it, it was early 70s so I would have been with my mom like at Caldor shopping <laughs> and heard it in the overhead overhead things but it's a classic and wonderful song here's another one of the hits Dude. Spinners <clears throat> were legit. One of the the giants. They were great, and um, I can't believe to just to see that. That was the Spinners, and yes, and they had a long career, and they slogged it out in the late fifties and through the sixties. Had no real big hits, and then in the seventies couldn't couldn't lose, and they were fantastic. And in nineteen eighty three, Alice, you know, where they did a guest spot. I'll let you guess what 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 show this is. Hello.
2: Hello.
0: <laughs> that was very good. Thank you very
1: much. Thank you. Here's a song that means... You know the show yet?
2: Is it SNL?
1: No. It's a lot I don't know. Us. I don't and know what type of shows musicians go on. Daddy's home.
2: Oh, I love that song. Yeah, let's
1: do it, huh? You're my love, you're my angel. <laughs> That is a kiss spot. Oh, Jesus. spot. <laughs> 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 on Laverne Shirley. So this, I, know I understand this all predates you, but it's just remarkable to me. That was the Spinners, Alice. So that's it's amazing. That's why I'm wow.
2: lern
1: stuff this uh, this year.
2: I thought you meant like, when you said you were going to learn stuff this year, I thought you meant like Latin or something.
1: No, I'm, what do you mean? I've learned about American <laughs> cultural history. The Spinners were, were some of the best. They're out still touring. Just one of the members is original, of course, but they're out still touring. So uh, that's our foray. Once again, my son saw space balls. I think that's wonderful. And my, my, um, you know, it's wonderful because he's got a bit of a, he's got a bit of a shy seawall on him, but some with space balls, he couldn't contain himself. He just exploded. And then today I almost fell on my ass outside and that he exploded with literal, almost suffocating laughter at that, of course. Yeah. He's never
2: been as amused in his life as when you took a header outside.
1: All right, Alice. Um, so it is MLK Day today. Mm-hmm. Did you realize that in my other job, we're not allowed to play excerpts of the speeches because they're not public domain; they are owned by the by the trust. I
2: mean, surely you could like play a little clip, and it could be fair use as long as you're commenting we on it. We could
1: play a little clip, but please don't call me Shirley. <laughs> okay, I made that up,
2: as far <laughs> no, as you, you know. know. Have I you know. Seen, have you seen an airplane?
1: Yes. You
2: have? Yeah. How do you have that? I don't
1: know. I just do. All right. We're back in rehab tomorrow, right? Yeah. All right. So, um...
2: That just means we have to finish everything we have in the house now.
1: Exactly. And including anything we might sniff. (laughs)
2: Like
1: WD-40. So, everything must go tonight. (laughs) So, um... I mean, I don't know what you want to say about MLK MLK Day. Uh, You know, sometimes... My feeling about MLK Day... Was is like I, I remember when the debate was out, like, should there be an MLK day? And like, uh, and I was like, eh, if, I mean, my, my what
2: was that like? I'm curious, like, was MLK considered like a huge figure when you were a kid?
1: Oh, yeah, they were building him up when I was a kid. I remember being handed out the mimeograph copies of our Martin Luther King. Nobody called him, nobody I knew called him MLK then, but Martin Luther King um and uh mimeographed copies of his biography i remember in in third or fourth grade being handed them and yeah he was it was it was wall to wall i mean certainly cuz
2: i feel like sometimes i feel like the only th- things i learned about in history in school up until like high school were martin luther king mm-hmm. jr and the holocaust were like the only two things yeah. i heard anything about in school up until like, <laughs> those were like the big ones they wanted to make sure they covered and this yeah. was like pre critical race theory as a thing in Kids' schools, but it was like just to give you an example. My elementary school, we did a mural. Like, I mean, we didn't really do the mural, but they had paid this company that does this to um, come in, and all the kids at the school did like little drawings, and the company like combined our drawings to make a mural. Mm-hmm. So, I assume this is like what art majors do to make money. Right, <laughs> they don't can't sell their art, so they um. <clears throat> They did this whole, like, mural thing, and everybody drew stuff, like, what's important to you in life? And, like, this is our elementary school. It's in Lexington, Massachusetts. It was, like, 95% white like the i mean we had a metco program but it was like one kid per class of mm-hmm. 20 kids you know so there was like i mean there were no black kids that lived in town maybe like one really? yeah. one in our whole school like because nobody could afford it that was and obviously we know the the structural history black people have lower net worth all that stuff right so like there, it was you know and the biggest thing on our mural that dwarfed everything else that was there that everybody had drawn was a huge Martin Luther King Jr. Mm -hmm. And like, as a kid, I did not literally understand why the central figure of, I mean, like, it wasn't like our school had been desegregated by Martin Luther King Jr. Like, I just, not that he's not an important figure, because I get that Mm -hmm. he's an important figure, but it wasn't like we had George Washington on the mural or something. It Mm. was like, you know, rainbows and butterflies and flowers and kids holding hands and a huge Martin Luther King Jr. And it wasn't like Martin Luther King Jr. elementary school. It was just odd to me. Like, I didn't understand why it was the biggest thing of all on our mural. Like, I didn't know why. But, I mean, I guess that's what people were into. And Well, let's think
1: about it, Alice. For a civilian. Mm Mm-hmm. For a civilian in this country who was who touched politics and culture, who was a a really shrewd media guy, so he was in people's living rooms all all over the place. Who was bigger than him? I mean, I, you know, I think probably for a time it was super hot. Flash, um, um. Muhammad Ali was bigger, and obviously some other sports stars were.
2: I mean, in the in the like post World War II era, if we're talking about, I guess. But well, like, but
1: this is the the time of TV because without right. TV, this never would have, or probably wouldn't have happened as quickly as it did. Desegregation and all the other stuff. What you had to have is the discomfort of violence in the living rooms of Americans while trying to eat their TV dinners, seeing people's heads get cracked. I think it was probably. Probably something expedited things.
2: But, I mean, just to, like, I I guess why I didn't get it is, like, to a 10-year-old mm. in the 90s in a town that's almost entire, I mean, like, diverse mm. in the sense of, like, white, Asian, Jewish, Indian, like, we had all those, but, like, we... Bust in black kids because they would never have let our property taxes go low enough that a black family could afford to live there. You yeah, know but what I mean? It's, it's,
1: like, so I'm kind of surprised with this because I think that that MLK belongs to all Americans.
2: I mean, I do, but I just I I don't quite. And I I mean, like, he's a very quotable figure, and like you say, like he was a very influential like pop culture and political figure who wasn't a politician in the modern era, but it just like it seems oddly disproportionate to me. That's all. Like I just... I don't like who, other, I mean, who were... else,
1: Alice? Who else could get all the that many people to march across the country to march or, or up the country? I mean,
2: Trump did right. Well, I like, know,
1: but that's it's different, and that's you know that's that's now. You know, it wasn't exactly.
2: But like a thirty thing years that, from now, do you think uh, people well, will be on, putting was, Trump was, on was, elementary? school? And I know
1: it wasn't just Martin Luther King, but. It was quite a statement in the time of Jim Crow that you had hundreds of thousands of black people out facing, front facing, making demands of the rest of the country. I mean, it, mm-hmm. it's quite a movement. And, and the one guy who, well, it wasn't. I know there wasn't just one guy. I know that there is all sorts of people who, who did the thing, but you had an especially eloquent guy, bold guy. Doing it, leading these mm-hmm. folks, and I know I'm oversimplifying again. And I
2: like f- and I admire Martin Luther King no, Jr. in a lot of ways. I'm but not but trying I can't to think disparage I can't think him. him. I
1: just like like you could think that Billy yeah. Graham had a huge flock, mm-hmm. certainly, mm-hmm. and he was also a religious leader. Um, but and he was involved in some activism. Certainly, he may have well been involved with Martin Luther King. I'm sure he was. Um, but but he was not full time activist. Billy Graham had had enjoyed his birthright benefits from the beginning I, I just i just do think that there was i mean there was some it was i think it, it, it must have been it must have been scary for scary as hell for for many people who were who are who were either subjugated or or see subjugated. i guess mm-hmm. um to, to go, to rally around somebody this iconic and go make a stand at risk to their livelihoods and lives.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean...
1: I just can't think of it. He's very unique. Okay, he's not a that's perfect true. man, and he's not. No, he's no, got- no.
2: He's not a perfect man, and he's but and he is unique. And especially if you add the like not a politician mm-hmm. qualifier to like who else is as influential. But I don't necessarily think that we should have the not a politician qualifier on there. Like, I just don't know. You know. Like, we're raising kids who, like, don't know who invented the light bulb or who George Washington is. That's Tesla is. to you, right? And <laughs> uh, and who George Washington is or who Theodore Roosevelt is. And we're, like, explicitly erasing some of these people, right? Like, who Andrew Jackson is. Mm. We don't want people to know who Andrew Jackson is. You know, what about... I, I mean, who? what about who Harriet Tubman is, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I just... There have been... A, ton of influential inspiring americans i mean i know i guess we had tv and that's like a big piece of it right but it's just it's he seems to and and i think it's not so much to me a, a thing of like you know why is he famous and important because i understand why he's famous and important and he's certainly admirable in many many ways even though i disagree with some of his things um you know, I've read a lot of his work is incredible. I love that he's steeped in the scriptures in a way that people are not in the United States anymore. I think every kid should have to read him just for that to like see how much we've shifted away from religion as a north star as you uh, if you will for uh, for our politics and for the soul of our country, right? But but I think that to me the emphasis on him seems outsized compared to like how many great americans there are and it seems exclusive to the point of like getting rid of other people like which i i just find odd and and i think that um i don't know i i find it to be an odd holiday like who do we have holidays for in the united states we have washington and lincoln share a day and then there's martin luther king jr
1: well, they pushed all the presidents into one, right? Washington, Lincoln, and was there? An, I don't even know. That's
2: the two that have the February birthdays. So, yeah, we, like we have Washington and Lincoln in February; they share a day together. Well, I mean, that's and why, then Martin Luther uh, King well, so, Jr. gets his own. I mean, like, do you think that that's true? That he's as important as Washington and Lincoln combined? Because I feel like that's the message.
1: No, although all three, all three are are um, related. All three are derivative of each other in a way. I mean, yeah, sure. Uh, I think I, that that's
2: all true, but like, why doesn't Jefferson have a day? I mean, I know Presidents Day, is Presidents Day, but like, why don't we have Thomas Jefferson Day? Why don't we have Alexander Hamilton Day? Well,
1: so that's a kind of a different topic, though, isn't it? I mean, I mean, no, but I just
2: mean like, what makes Martin Luther King Jr. the person who gets a day well, out so, of all so the people in America? I kind history? of agree
1: with you there, but in my feeling is like, my feeling is is for King. I mean, I, he got a day because it was a litmus test to show if you thought that he was as great as everybody else in the '80s. And politically, it was untenable to not. But mm-hmm. that said, it's like, in a way, he's kind of bigger than a day. I I feel, in a way, and also, also, um, like, so, so that school kids are going to be off. And doing what? I mean, it seems to me if you wanted to honor the man, then you would steep them in a day of the guy. But I mean, everything's I honestly be, wonder. But you know what it is, Alice? What? Teacher's unions.
2: Well, yeah. They I weren't mean, around
1: when he was, was rocking and rolling, but they had, so, but others were. I'm
2: curious about this, though, because, like, it, I mean, do you think that you'll still be able to read like letters from Birmingham Jail in the schools anymore because it's so Christian. So that's it's what so I wanted Christian. to bring up
1: to you, Alice. I had a caller today say that he thought in five or ten years King would be canceled. And- right,
2: and the Babylon Bee did this story too. He said black they did a Black Lives Matter honors MLK Jr. Day by taking down his statue.
1: Okay, but okay, but but I I but he his feeling was because King was a Southern Baptist. And they were so anti gay
0: mm-hmm. that
1: that's how he would get cancelled and and I disagree, I think it's he'll get cancelled because he's not anti racist,
2: yeah, and he's not
1: on in line with Ibram Kendi.
2: so I think he is not anti racist enough um, I certainly think he's like socialist enough, but because that's like one of the places where I do part from King a bit is like he definitely. There's no way if you're honestly reading Martin Luther King Jr to force him into a mold of being a free market capitalist. He just is not.
1: Yeah, but, but uh, how, so, <clears throat> how how many how many people in organized clergy really are?
2: Well, no, that's I mean, that's a fair point, but I I just am, I'm saying like I I don't think he would be a Republican today necessarily. At least I, That's a complicated question, but I'll I'll circle back to that like mm-hmm. Jen. Um, I, um, so I think there are points on like which I differ from Martin Luther King Jr. But I think the points on which the left would cancel King today are I think the LGBT thing would be up there. I think the treatment of women thing would be up there. I think that the uh, not being anti-racist enough would be up there. Um, but I think the Christianity in general, without even getting into the the gay thing at all. I think the Christianity in and of itself would be too much for people today. I mean, like you can't people like m- modern college educated secular people in the United States recoil at Christianity. Mm-hmm. Like if you say "God bless" to people, or you,
1: I mean, there's just well, it in in there's a feeling that it's déclassé.
2: They're like allergic to it. That it's that
1: it's um unsophisticated. And I
2: don't that it's think it's
1: apocryphal that it, it's it, people people um the sophisticated in group just finds it gross.
2: Yeah, and I, I don't think and I don't think he would have been one of these, you know, Jesus was a you know, brown communist revolutionary who hung out with sex workers type of Christians either I mean like he was a biblical Christian, he believed this stuff and he read it and he read it seriously right so and and you know you can just tell reading his it, reading his writing that he loved the Bible and knew it really, really well, so you can't. I mean, I'm sure I have plenty of differences from him on, like, interpretations of things in the Bible, just like I do for many people. But, uh, you know, it his, I don't think he would be one of these, like, woke Christians today. But the second point I want to bring up is kind of like, not only does it not matter what MLK Jr. would have thought about things if he were around today. Because, like, first of all, I don't think people who are in heaven care anymore about stuff like that. I don't think that, you know, there's a bunch of people in heaven looking down and being like, gee, I hope they pass Biden's voting bill. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like, they're not like, I just don't think that's like something you would think about when you're in heaven. You know, I think it's just as much. um, When one of our kids was little, uh, she told us that she, couldn't enjoy heaven unless they had Alibal surprise dolls there Mm -hmm. and like i i think it's a similar type of instinct except by adults who should know better to say like that people in heaven are looking down and hoping we pass the voting rights bill like i don't think people who have died care about our politics and our voting rights bills or anything else like that like i just don't think that that's like part of it right but anyway um it doesn't matter what People would have thought, you know, it it's not it's not true. And and it also like it's so irrelevant because politics was so different then. You know, you can't like pluck Martin Luther King Jr. out of the 60s and be like, what would you think about politics today? Because everyone today is so much a product of the debates we have and the conversations we have and the way we talk about and think about politics. And like, I don't think people realize that that much like the past even the 60s which doesn't seem that long ago is a totally different country people thought completely differently like we have no way of knowing like if martin luther king jr were alive today what he would have thought we don't know what thomas jefferson would have thought if he Mm -hmm. were alive today i mean like people can sort of guess but it's just so different the ways that we talk about and think about these things and our culture and our values are so different as people that And that's the type of thing that you can only really understand by actually reading things that these people wrote, right? Like, you can, and, and that's why I think it's like dangerous, the idea that we won't actually teach what Martin Luther King Jr. said and thought and did, even though it doesn't fit neatly into our politics today at all. And it's in a lot of ways like foreign to us. But you can't, And this is why, like, this whole cancel culture thing is so dangerous, right? It's like taking, like, a one-off comment by Lincoln... Who lived like 170 years ago, 160 years ago, or whatever, and trying to like cram it into the mold of our politics today and decide like what he would have thought about what's happening now is so insane and just off base and just shows like a total unfamiliarity oh, well, said, though, Alice, with any could, like.
1: <clears throat> that said, with both of those guys, mm-hmm. these are guys whose principles are based in religion. So you could, you could. Be on the radar with some accuracy there. Lincoln was guided by faith and MLK, I guess, was guided by faith. I mean,
2: faith. all of our political leaders were guided by faith up until like 50 years ago. <laughs> then it all vanished off the face of the earth. But I mean, I I think to me, like, it's just, you can you can't make a guess and you can read them and you can read, but, but the thing is that if they were alive today... I mean, I guess it depends what we're talking about. Are we talking time travel or if we talking like if they had lived this long until today? Because once they've lived through these past years and into the now with us and they've lived through all this stuff that happened in between. I mean like transformations have happened and they would have been different too because the world that you live in <coughs> changes you, right?
1: Oh certainly and they were involved they were very transactional people at the time. You know, King was involved in all sorts of stuff after the Civil Rights Bill, he kind of uh pivoted a little bit. You know, and was working on some other stuff and 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 yeah, no no doubt. And then, you know, you know, King would have been brought into an era of color on uh, TV and, you know, working in other issues. Like, he he probably would have had something to say about the, well, he definitely would have, about the Reagan firing the air traffic controllers, you know?
2: Well, right. Or, like, but, I mean, like, even look at people who were involved in the civil rights movement, like John Lewis, right? Mm -hmm. Like, he doesn't still think the same way that he did when he was involved in the civil rights movement, because our entire national conversation has evolved completely in the meantime, right?
1: He would claim that they're the same thing, but he became a cynical politician. There's no doubt about
2: that. But the world that we live in changes us, too, as much Mm -hmm. as... As much as, like, these core principles, as much as we'd all like to think that we're, like, totally being guided by principles and never change, like, I'm sure John Lewis would want to say he's never changed either, you know, But, but people do change. I mean, like, you know, we... The Democratic Party has obviously shifted a lot in the time since Kennedy, but, like, we have Carter, who's not that long after Kennedy, and he's still alive, and he like hangs out with Biden even though like the Kennedy probably would not have recognized the party of Biden if you like plucked him out of the 60s and dropped him here right
1: like you're right actually use that as your as your model Biden himself from 1973 it, this is a different cat now i mean for several reasons, but he is, it's it's a different cat. Some of it is just, is willing to be as cynical as it takes. I mean, so it's
2: like, but it's super hard to say like, oh, if this person were with us today, he would think this because like everything changes in the meantime and you can't take a person from the 60s and just like project what they thought in the 60s onto today because everybody changed in the meantime. Like we all changed. Everyone did. So, so it's hard. But... Uh, That has not stopped the Democrats who have, as far as I can tell, used Martin Luther King Day to exclusively push the voting rights bill that has zero chance of passing. That is what they've spent the whole day doing and screaming on social media at anybody who uh, quotes Martin Luther King Jr., talks about Martin Luther King Jr., posts a little post about him whatever if they don't support the voting rights bill because how dare they invoke his name because he was all about the right to vote like when we got the the voting rights act passed the original one that has nothing to do with the garbage that biden's trying to push through today i mean like how can they sit around and say oh martin luther king jr would really have wanted this many days of vote by mail that would have been really important to him like it just makes no sense
1: martin luther king jr and alice uh, of course uh, spoke at the graduation of who I don't know. lou shattuck
2: oh <clears throat> bu That's cool. at the boston garden that's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so That's my I just, dad,
1: by the way, in case somebody
2: Um, but I wonder because like they're really angry at any Republicans who like invoke Martin Luther King on Martin Luther King Jr. without tying it to a political agenda or something, but just like posting a quote and being like, what a neat guy, right? Like, so but I wonder what people are supposed to do, because we're obviously not supposed to do what I just did at the beginning of this show either, and say like you know, is he appropriately emphasized to the level of his contributions to our nation, or not? Or like, should he have his own day, or not, or whatever? Right? Like, I think that that even like questioning that is a little bit um, third rail, isn't it?
1: Of course, you're so- canceled, dude.
2: <laughs> I'm canceled. <laughs> I see. I'm probably. Am I not canceled already? I don't know. Um,
1: going after MLK on MLK Day. I'm Thanks, not going Alice.
2: after him. Yeah. I didn't go mm-hmm. after him. In Alice, the record I didn't Alice go after, Earl after him. Ray. I did not go after Martin Luther King Jr. I like Martin Luther King Jr. Um, and I do
1: think, as a matter of fact, that and I'll save myself here since you're already done. Okay. That, uh, <laughs> that um, I think that you rarely have such high-profile examples. of, of bravery and self-sacrifice and i'm not just talking about how he would march and they'd set the dogs on him and the cops would beat him up and they'd hassle him and all that stuff Mm because there were a lot of people did that but this is a guy who if you you know hear what he said in the last months of his life who clearly knew that he was going to be shot and killed he knew that he, Mm -hmm. he seemed to know that he'd be murdered yeah and he probably if if i had the Inkling that I'd be murdered, I would be in Djibouti or somewhere. I would say, "All right, been fun, sayonara, But it sure takes a lot. You've got to be—you've got to be somebody at peace with your resolve to get your suit on and get dressed and get ready and step outside, knowing that at any moment it's over. Andy, he's got a wife and kid, young kids at the time. Mm-hmm. Holy. Bleep! That must have sucked. Can you imagine? Just, but you know. So, I mean, that's another reason why I think that that uh, it's pretty pretty extraordinary. I do think, of course, it's ruined by progressives who who just like with your mural. But- it's like. It's okay. He can have him be the same size as everybody else. uh, No, we're in Lexington because there's no black people who live here. We're going to make sure that the one that we all love is is really big. See, everybody? See? Don't move
2: here, but see? Well, and it's funny because, like, I just... I wonder what progressives want Republicans to do, right? Because, like, I'm not going to go around and, like post a quote from Martin Luther King Jr. now and get yelled at by progressives for, like, daring to invoke him when I'm evil or whatever, right? Like, I mean, I actually think he's, like, pretty quotable and had a lot of very inspiring things to say, but I, I don't... But if you're gonna be yelled at for quoting him or yelled at for, like, questioning anything about his legacy, it's like, where where are we supposed to turn exactly? Like, what... How? You know, like, what... What course of action do I take to not have to apologize for it here exactly? Like, what do you want me to do? Like, obviously, Kirsten Cinema got yelled at today for quoting Martin Luther King. Oh, did you? Uh, this one I kind of understand. The FBI got yelled at for posting a quote of Martin Luther <sighs> King Jr. Like, I mean... So like everybody tweets about it and then the progressives like have a cottage industry of going around and yelling at any conservatives who dare to quote Martin Luther King right. Jr. Right, you have to like so- the
1: voting United rights act because it's called the John Lewis uh, the their discourse is so stupid now I don't I, So I, don't I mean even like care. but
2: so they're transparently grossly using Martin Luther King Jr. to try and pass their political agenda which like they still haven't shown who wasn't allowed to vote if they didn't pass it. Well,
1: they get to, uh, they get to, they get to um, brag about how they're in the spirit of Martin Luther King today. Um, you know, who was felled by, um, you know, by uh, the, you know, somebody shooting him to death. Meanwhile they've cultivated the atmosphere in neighborhoods that King used to proselytize in proselytizing um, where more black men are getting shot than ever. And it's like, not than ever, but then in recent history. Right. Because of their stupid policies. But they get to have the high ground. It's like, F you. It's like I'm sick of these people.
2: So yeah, I mean I I don't know, but it's uh it's, it's It's full of landmines, Martin Luther King Jr. Day. If you're a conservative, you don't know what you're allowed to do. So,
1: yeah, no. When I twenty years ago or so, when I kind of was new to the internet, internet, and my, I decided to do research and um, to find to use to find to show that he was a conservative. And so I delved into a bunch of his speeches, etc. And he's not a conservative. Mm -mm. (laughs) He is not. He may have been a Republican at one time in his life, but he wasn't a conservative. But anyway, I think he's an extraordinary man, and I'm all fine with it. And it, I just think that the moment we're doing this thing where we're having days for people, then and like, to the, do with all the other days too, then it's it's well. And now yes. we have all these
2: months. Oh, too. you know who
1: you know who had a day? It was Columbus, Alice.
2: Oh yeah,
1: he had a day. Not he doesn't anymore, really no. have a, no. He's not. He doesn't because, <laughs> because he's a cannibal or something. <sighs> Um, yeah, no
2: more on that. No more Thanksgiving. No more.
1: de-emphasizing. Oh, no more Good Friday. Thankfully, no more that's Good gone. By the way, you got reached out to by somebody, a mole, right?
2: Mm-hmm. A Melrose mole?
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. Who was opposed to the, the Good Friday move in the Melrose Facebook group. Um, My friend Dorothy reached out, invited us to come eat with her in Melrose. Maybe we'll do that. I don't know if we're allowed in Melrose anymore. To be honest with you, <laughs>
1: um,
2: are we banned from Melrose? We might be on the like Melrose naughty list. I'm sure there would be like rumors about it if we showed our faces there. I People think they would be. be
1: they get on with their lives probably. Also, I think no, they would all be all not as. They not... still
2: talk about us in some of the Facebook groups.
1: Look oh, good. That's good. What else is going on? Anything? <sighs> Any other uh vaunted uh leader you'd like to uh, take down a notch I'd like to
2: attack? Um no, I just uh it's been busy. Uh did you see uh the Biden MLK clip that I sent you?
1: That's old I think. The... Which one? The one saying that uh George Floyd was more, Had more impact? Yeah. yeah, that's a that's a couple years old, but uh, I'm pretty sure, but um, yeah, I, I don't want to get it. I, I it's 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 I, I can't I can't. I'd rather talk about the spinners than talk about the Joe Biden. It, it's funny that's there's something we can talk about, Alice. Mm-hmm. So this administration now, and really, it's interesting because really, with the revelations of last week that Omicron it doesn't care about the vaccines, and we got new vaccines mm-hmm. coming on, and now the cases are plunging. It's a very interesting thing, Alice, because the COVID ship is sailing away, and the Democrats want to act like they're pushing it away, but they're not. They they've shown that they're they,
2: desperately hanging on to it.
1: Well, right, but so and then they will try to hang on to it a little bit to just show that yeah, see, see, we did that. But what is what is this guy going to do? What is this president going to do now? He's he's, he's one fourth done. This first year has been terrible. Um, COVID is now going away. They've shown, they've done so much to mm-hmm. show how craven they were during this whole thing, to use this, uh, the, the use this problem to get everything they wanted to. Americans have turned on, even, even Americans who were all happy to be part of the uh, rethinking police thing now are slamming him for it, you know? It's like, the, the question is, Bill Clinton obviously Bill Clinton started out sucking too. He brought Hillary to do health care and it was just a, a mess and he wasn't good. So uh and they had But it
2: he, wasn't like this with the inflation and the Afghanistan no, and the, That's like, right,
1: and we were coming out of a recession, so you're right. But Bill Clinton said, All right, let's do let's turn this around. What do we do? So we brought in Dick Morris, who who was a Republican, who told him uh, triangulate. Grab these Republican initiatives that are okay for us, to us, and let's make them yours. And he said, okay, let's do it. And he turned it all around, and, you know, a little help from Bill Gates and, you know, Silicon Valley. uh, The country prospered, and he became very popular before he didn't. But still, it's like, I don't know that this guy is capable. I don't know if Biden... Is capable of it. I mean, it, it seems so to me that his, seeing... his main conduit is Ron Klein, and Ron Klein listens to woke Twitter. And so that's what they're going off of. That That's the barometer.
2: Well, right. So, what I'm seeing out there now, the latest like rumor that um, I'm seeing is that there are rumblings that Breyer is going to retire from the Supreme Court. So, I think there are people in the Biden administration thinking that this is the way to get him positive headlines because he can pick someone uh for the supreme court that will like make liberals happy while at the same time he won't be like packing the court or doing anything too outrageous so that won't like get the scary backlash that they don't want before the midterms right because like conservative majority on the court is not like really in danger right now, but at least that like saves Breyer's seat. Plus it acknowledges the political reality that he's probably not going to have enough seats in the Senate next year to do anything about the Supreme Court. And knowing that Mitch McConnell will probably stop him from confirming anybody for two whole years if he has to. Right. (laughs) So so, um, I think that they are talking to Breyer and about retirement I'll tell
1: you one thing, else.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Republicans on the Senate Judiciary Committee better remember, remember Kavanaugh. Mm-hmm. And they better give whoever's nominated hell.
2: You mean And make the media say this. Is, make
1: the media say that this is. Well, we ground. got an
2: open tip line about Briar's replacement, where we can call in and accuse him of anything that we want. Because that's. I just want to like call up and. Why don't accuse we bring our psychotic, unbalanced
1: uh, victim to to uh, to talk about things being? I don't even know who the they've nominated. I
2: can already tell you that I've been sexually assaulted by by yeah, this So replacement have I. From so, have I. <laughs> so definitely, I remember it very clearly. Um, in fact I built an extra door on my house because mm-hmm. I was so traumatized by it. But um anyway, so it I, I think that's gonna be their like next play to kind of try and distract people and like normalize his approval ratings a What's little that bit.
1: Distract people from I mean
2: Because that's very niche. Not they're replacing a liberal not with a liberal. Though. Of course. But they're saving the seat from Having right. another Kavanaugh and Amy Coney Barrett in there, which already they screwed up by, you know, letting it go this bad. I mean, can you imagine right now if instead of Gorsuch, Kavanaugh and Barrett, we had three more liberals that Hillary appointed?
1: Yeah, that if is... we had
2: Merrick Garland and two other nut jobs on there, we, we would definitely have a vaccine mandate for employers over 100 employees Yeah, that's a great for point. for one thing. Like, yeah,
1: and just think of all these circuit courts, etc., that the stuff is being bandied about too. It
2: would be terrible. Well, right, it would just be a of, that is you want right to point
1: now. to Trump and McConnell working together to. Fast-track these judges. Mostly
2: McConnell doing it in Trump well, sure, but going so. along with whatever list the Federalist Society gave yeah, him. Yeah, but that's right? not
1: guaranteed but. with him, so that's good.
2: Yeah. <laughs> true, true. <laughs> no guarantees he'll follow conservative orthodoxy on anything. We could have had Judge Jeanine Pirro on there or whatever. Like, it could have been a madhouse. But, uh, I mean, like, I think that even though Kavanaugh is sort of a squish we're very, very lucky, all things considered, that Trump was there and that the Supreme Court has worked out the way that it has. Um, and, you know, I, I think that's going to be Biden's next play, because, I mean, in the Trump years, it sort it sort of did, um, like, make, Caring about who's on the Supreme Court more mainstream, I think. And especially with like the popularity of Ruth Bader-Ginsburg action figures and stuff and all those things. Like, I think that it's sort of become a thing of like blue resistance Twitter. And like Ron Klain obviously cares about what those people think. I think that they're like, this is a way to get a win with these groups of people without having to get Mansion and Cinema on board and do doing something like totally outrageous, right? Because Mansion and Cinema are like not gonna blow up the filibuster but they'll probably vote for his Supreme Court nominee you know what I mean like they don't they're not like that that Republican and so I think it's like a good way for him to seem like he's united the party he did something for like his base of resistance Twitter and he's like acting normal you know I think and it will sort of get some of the more bad stuff out of the headlines for him a little bit so I think that's where they're probably going to go next
1: well, I would think, well, <laughs> but here's a problem. Here's a Michigan Democratic Party tweet.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Not sure where this parent should control what is taught in schools because there are kids is originating, but parents do have the option to choose to send their kids to a hand-selected private school at their own expense if this is what they want, desire. The purpose of a public education in a public school is not to teach kids only what parents want them to be taught. It is to teach them what society needs them to know. The client of the public school is not the parent, but the entire community, the public. Great. So this is where Biden has uh, to choose his fate here. Does he go with these dead enders? Does he go with these uh, maximalists, these fanatics? Or,
2: well, I think he's trying to avoid this conversation right now because it's very, very clear that this worked out not in his favor right in his backyard in Virginia, right? I
1: like, understand, well, this particular conversation, but there are other conversations. At some point, somebody is it's going to get on the radar of somebody somewhere that the greatest female swimmer in the world is a man. And. Some point somebody's gonna say something they shouldn't say. Some good progressive, like uh, Mika or something, is gonna say, "Is this totally fair?" And Joe's gonna say, "Uh huh, I wonder, is it?"
2: They just need a. And Willie guy's gonna is
1: gonna say, "I don't know, is it?"
2: They just need a good first woman of whatever type of special group on the Supreme Court, and then and then he he'll be happy they'll coast on those headlines and they'll try and you know make the confirmations and here hey, confirmation hearings and everything last so that they can like have a little bit of a bubble going into the fall where like people are feeling good they have some historic first maybe the republicans make themselves look mean when they're confirming whoever he nominates you know like it's a it's a good opportunity for him i think and and it's something that's like people have sort of been saying it has to happen. I mean, people have been talking about how Breyer has to retire ever since they won those Georgia Senate seats because they recognized that this was an opportunity that was not going to st- stick around, right? Like, that he's he only has a very limited time to get this nomination in there, and Breyer is... I think he's in his 80s, right? How old is he?
1: I don't know. He's old, definitely.
2: Yeah, so um, they need him to not die in office in the next republican administration so he's 83 so yeah he was born in 1938 um that is uh dangerous for them i would say so uh, you know that they, they don't want another ruth bader ginsburg situation where they're panicked that she's gonna die every day for an entire republican administration it's too scary the the democrats cannot handle that level of stress again <laughs> In any case, um, you can uh, yell at me about Martin Luther King Jr. on Twitter. I'm Alice Shattuck. He is Tom Shattuck. This is the Burn Barrel Podcast uh, that also has an account on Twitter at Burn Barrel Pod. You can go and follow it. You can also follow us on Facebook.com/slash Burn Barrel Podcast. Uh, you can find all the episodes and everything at Burn Barrel Podcast.com. You can email us your hate emails at uh, Burn Barrel Podcast <laughs> at Gmail.com.
0: The cat